Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I know Kung Fu. You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Alright, Zero. Why did you make us watch this wonderful movie? It was a wonderful movie for me. We watched uh, The Magic Crystal, just me and Zero this time. What? <laughs> I can, I can tell you were as excited about the movie as I was. Uh, well, okay. based, on, based on this expression on right. my face now. Yeah, so this is one of those movies that is a cult classic for those who consider it so bad it's good. Meanwhile, I actually haven't heard about this beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in a Chinese household. Mm-hmm watching this with my Chinese household the <laughs> other day just to gauge their opinions on it. And every one of them said the same thing. Turn it off! Ah, that's a shame. I uh, really, really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, uh, granted, I, I still enjoyed it in terms of the action. And then the rest of the story is like, what the fuck am I looking at? Well, it's funny that you say that because... I was reading subtitles and I wasn't laughing at, you know, verbal jokes. I was laughing a lot at a lot of the physical comedy and a lot of the really stupid, ridiculous things that were going on. Mm. So it's not a language barrier thing then for me. It definitely isn't. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think I just, I, th- I wasn't, I was expecting this to kind of be a turd <laughs> where I knew there was some good fights in it and then I thought I was just going to kind of turn my brain off mm-hmm. during most of the movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I liked some of the really silly comedy moments in this. I definitely turned my brain off. My little nephew was playing with his little game. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Can I, can I join you? <laughs> <laughs> I um, mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's an overly complicated plot to what basically boils down to like a Chinese E.T. ripoff. As quickly as I possibly can for this plot, it's about a thief who... (laughs) (laughs) He's a thief who uh, is involved with a a guy and his kid. Um, Wow, (laughs) you were not paying attention. No, no, he was involved. He he has his brother and his kid. The the little kid finds a magic tumor. It's a Um, jade crystal. So they find this thing, and pe- bad guys are after it. And then that's really the story. It gets way too complicated uh, <laughs> with the things that they decide to put in this movie. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, this stars Andy Lau, Lau mm-hmm. uh, You know, He's a veteran Hong Kong actor, and I should definitely emphasize that. He's an actor. And this is the thing about Hong Kong action cinema. They don't care. If you're, you have, there's don't care about unions. They're just like, you're, you're doing the action. I don't, I don't give a fuck. So he's very much in the choreography. And then uh, co-starring uh, with him is Cynthia Rock, Rothrock, who we finally get to talk about. We've yeah. been wanting to talk about her so for a long time. So that's why I want, that's why I kind of chose this movie because uh, so, so I saw somebody post the last fight scene mm-hmm. up on Twitter. And I was like, whoa. I've never seen a Cynthia, a Cynthia Rothrock movie before, mm-hmm. and I thought the, the choreography was impressive, so I was just talking to the person. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> As you mentioned, I've always considered him, you know, like a more dignified uh, Hong Kong actor, and to see him in 
what's essentially a kind of like a action B movie was pretty surprising. But I was also pleasantly surprised that he did a lot of the choreography too. Yeah. Well, that's, I give him props for it because again, he's young in this movie and he's very on point with this choreography, even though um, he's not doing anything uh, absurdly dangerous. Like you can tell like he's actually, you know, like he's actually the one involved in the action. So he's like, he's dodging someone's roundhouse kick to the face. Yeah. So yeah. If, if I've, you know, if I didn't know any better, I would say he's, you know, a, a martial arts actor based on this film. If this is like the first one I saw, cause mm-hmm. it's, it does a great job. Mm-hmm, very impressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and obviously we're talking about Cynthia Rothrock. I'm very happy that we're finally talking about her cause she's definitely very much overlooked because well, she's, she's, she's got not... that like, um, B movie star status. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, as an American actress, she started her entire career in Hong Kong. She got picked up in LA from golden harvest and she got brought over there. Oh, cool. I don't think there's much exposure to her in the West, which is unfortunate. Well, she, I think she's got a, a big filmography mm-hmm. in terms of things she's, you know, she's done. But I think the general public is not aware of her. Right, right. So we can just talk about the fights and then if we need to fill in Thank things God. here and there. Because <laughs> yeah, I will fucking lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm going to make sure I talk about the plot a lot. Andy Lau is contracted to go uh, steal something from some dude some guy some guy doesn't matter cares? yeah it doesn't matter uh, but before that it, oh and he's his code name is the eagle at least in my subtitles that's what it was you, you can hear me audibly shrug right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> um in the scene that he gets contracted and he is at the gym kind of awkwardly lifting weights pumping and, iron and then he's covered in way too much sweat for the simple amount of reps he's doing yeah i think that it's mostly the contraptions uh the weight machines that he's using it's just like they don't look like they're they're too intensive they look like they're women's uh workout equipment <laughs> so he goes to the the guy's house doesn't matter and the guy is uh, tinkering with the safe and they open the safe Andy Lau bursts through the window. He kicks a guy, and then uh, he gets engaged in a fight with, primarily with a, in a fight with some guy with, like, prince hair. Yeah, he's got a nice perm yeah. and glasses. Nighttime indoors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very 80s. Yeah, it's a good taste of the action to come in the movie, yeah, which a, I like. It's a very short and sweet fight, and I, I noticed this a little later in the movie. Um, we get a brief glimpse of... Andy Lau's fight style. He brings uh, bravado to um, how he fights. And it's very brief here where he's kind of cocky, mm-hmm. you know, a little arrogant, but that definitely uh, sells, that definitely goes with his whole character. It, you know, it's not just two people fighting. It's like this character is fighting, which is kind of nice. Okay. Yeah, obviously he's he's did a great job with uh, learning a lot of the choreography, but the way the camera staged and the way they decided to edit, I felt personally that like, okay, you know, he's limited in the certain things he could do, but they made him look good, mm-hmm. which is what I really liked about this movie. They made him look good, but also the what chore- choreography he could do was really impressive though. Yes. Like, oh, so yeah. like there's that moment where he's um, training blows back and forth with uh, the <laughs> prince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, he rolls over Prince's shoulder onto on top of a cabinet and 
but yeah. they're and in all one continuous shot. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the same shot, and you get to see his face. Yeah. It's nice, so you know he's doing you know the choreography. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, um, and then for like we'll probably mention a lot for the more complicated like flips, twists, uh, they go wider, so his face is uh, obstructed. Obviously, the stunt person, but I'm I'm perfectly fine with that because you know what I love wides in a fight scene because then i could really see those crazy flips i can see those moves mm -hmm, right. and it's you know it, it's fast enough where you're like okay i know it's not andy lau but i you know i can forgive it yeah yeah andy lau ducks behind uh, under a roundhouse kick or i'm sorry not roundhouse a spinning hook kick very good part on the uh the actor for doing so because that could definitely hurt and i'm sure again there's not much detail behind the movie because I know that you watched up to the credits and afterwards, right? There aren't any outtakes. There aren't anything. There isn't anything that shows what actually did happen. I'm sure that went through multiple takes yeah. of that and he probably got squared in the face a couple of times. <laughs> the, there are some outtakes. It, it seemed like they were just like alternate shots. There is maybe one, ones that like weren't in the movie. Mm -hmm. It looked like, but uh, yeah, that, that's all I got from those end yeah. scenes. Yeah. Uh, him and another guy go to kick each other and their legs interlock. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you really can't. All you need to know is that uh, their legs lock in midair. And this sounds very sexual, the way I'm describing it. But uh, what ends up happening is Andy Lau's stunt double um, does a tornado kick. And a tornado is when you have, let's say you have your left leg up uh, chambered. And then you you swipe your right leg over that leg. Mm, so okay, right. So okay. if you're locking your leg, you're, it's basically chambered, right? So you yeah. swipe that leg over, mm -hmm. um, which is essentially what he does. But I guess you would call it five forty. But uh, fuck, fuck yeah. all the technical and jargon. Yeah, and well, because because him and the other guy's legs are interlocked, it causes both of them to spin. Yeah, and it, it looks great. Mm -hmm. You know, like you know, it's not Andy Lau, but you know, like in the context of the fight, you know, this guy is doing these really cool, complicated moves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I mean, it ends with him kicking the <laughs> kicking Prince <laughs> down, and he he's, he flips over and then lands he stomach went, first into the table. Yeah. Pretty, it's a pretty good stunt. Yeah. Looks pretty painful. Mm -hmm. I will say that uh, I noticed this uh, a few times in the movie. Uh, I don't like some of these uh, edits mm -hmm. where I, I think this is kind of uh, evident of the time too, where you have the wide shot and the guy goes for the hit. Then you cut to the up close of a face where you see the connect and then you go back wide again and then you see um, you know, the person landing. And right. those kind that, like that kind of uh, edit like throws me off because I think it's fine in a two shot mm -hmm. as opposed to doing uh, three cuts. I don't know if you remember right. when he gets he gets like kicked in the face mm -hmm. and it cuts to a close up of the actor getting kicked in the face and then you see him go up and then land on the table. I think that they do this because it kind of denotes like oh this is the finishing move. Mm -hmm. So you want to get that impact of the the face kind of getting punched or kicked right right well i'm glad we talked about this fight scene extensively mm -hmm. because yes it does set up the tone for the movie in terms of action because there's a lot of action in this movie yeah but this scene has no bearing on the plot i it, it, obviously it doesn't matter yeah it's just an introduction to his character he is hired by the higher-ups mm -hmm. to you know get this information and that's it we learn he has the martial arts skill and uh, I think that's all we I got from this. Yeah. 
So let's move on. Yeah, next one. <laughs> um, so basically what happens is Andy Lau, um, his nephew and his, his, his brother. His brother. Yeah, played the, by Wong Jing, the director. The director. Of the movie, yeah. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my cool, my cool mom little. was the one who was telling me that <laughs> nice. one. Cool little detail. It's, it pays uh, to be Chinese. <laughs> they're supposed to be on vacation in Greece when really he's supposed to be meeting up with uh, I guess like another another police officer agent. I, I missed the detail, but it right. doesn't matter. <laughs> so he's meeting up with him because um, he's kind of supposed to get a briefcase from him, I think. Yeah, or, well, there's something uh, to protect inside that briefcase. Yeah, and so the KGB intercept, mm-hmm. and now they're just uh, running after him. They're mm-hmm. just running after this briefcase. Uh, Andy Lau's friend is running away. The KGB are after him. Mm-hmm. And uh, him and Interpol agents, like real Interpol agents, are also, they're all running together. They're running through the ruins, which is kind of fun because I don't know if they got a permit to shoot there. <laughs> well, they definitely didn't because you see a lot of extra. You can't even call them extras. No, they're not. I think they're tourists. I th- you can see at times where people are looking at the camera, and then I think somebody would, behind them was waving them to keep go, and then they would just kind of speed up and... Except for the ones who weren't looking at the camera. They're just walking they're just leisurely walking. in the background yeah. while there's a weapons fight. <laughs> I don't know. I, li- I like this stuff because I kept thinking, did were they allowed to shoot there? Were they just shooting in hopes that no one would bother them? <laughs> um, yeah, this is a good fight. We, we complain a lot on the show about intersplicing fight segments from multiple fights going on at once like if there's three fights you Mm -hmm. keep on cutting back and forth between the 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 separate fights exactly that is a huge problem Mm -hmm. and this is an example where let's not have add when it comes to fight scenes let's Mm -hmm. focus on one at a time and like it doesn't matter what the sequence of events are chronologically like as a viewer you have only so much attention span and cutting back and forth between things is a problem. So here we have a lot of things going on. Yeah. First, we have um, uh, one fight with a, a fellow Interpol agent. And I would love to be able to pronounce your name, but I don't. So uh, <laughs> he has some really good chore- choreography here, too. Um, he fights off one guy, um, obviously one of the assailants who's trying to go after the brief- briefcase. There's a lot of grappling in this fight. There's a moment where uh, the Interpol agent, he kind of kicks the guy, and the other guy grabs his leg. Now, it's a really odd choice of a cut because you see um, an up-close of a foot kind of swing by his head and miss, Mm -hmm. but then it cuts to another a wide shot of him using that same foot and swiping at him again. Like It it wouldn't work that way because he would have been turned around I would have just taken that up close out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like in my head, I was like, wait, what? And when we were watching, I was like, wait, what happened? Like, go back again, go back again. Now, it wasn't until you pointed out to me that I no- even noticed it. Mm-hmm. And I definitely, it went completely over my head. Right. But then again, this whole movie kind of did. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But I, I will say, though, the, the editing, the pacing, and I really like the fight music that goes on throughout the whole movie. It It keeps that momentum going. It keeps the pacing so... I notice it because I'm I'm looking closely at this stuff, but you know if, if, if you know this thing these things can just go over your head and, and it's perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even a huge score person, but I think the music for this scene is so important. It's it's driving, you know. Yeah. It keeps it keeps the pace going. Yeah. And it's funny because so you were mentioning that um, we don't like the fact that 
you have three different fights and you cut back and forth between mm -hmm. them. I think the reason why this works is because you have characters who are running away, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So you stop to have one fight and you can do the fight uh, to fruition from beginning to end. And it's okay to cut back to them running because in your mind, you're just like, oh, okay, well, where are they now? Oh, they're further away. Yeah. And they, you know, they do this like, uh, so it's not bothersome when they cut back and forth. Right. Because you're just thinking, okay, well, they're, uh, this fight is now happening. Other people are running away. Then you cut back to them. Where are they now? And you, you, you can kind of uh, forgive it if it cuts back and forth. He defeats a guy by choking him out with, <laughs> with like a, like, like a grip it, to his like esophagus. A, a eagle claw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of an animal. No, but but not not from like uh, in front. It's it's like you know like a submission move where like he he has him uh, pinned down to the floor. He's on his he's, belly. Yeah, like but he has yeah he's on his belly and his hand is kind of wrapped around. Yeah. And, but then it's choking his esophagus. Yeah. And you're just watching them watching him die out. <laughs> <laughs> we get to see Cynthia Rothrock. Unlike Andy Lau, she's an actual martial artist. So whenever she's doing flips and kicks and stuff, it's actually her doing it. Yes. So th this whole th this whole kind of fight scene is happening because it's also a chase yes. sequence. Mm -hmm. The Interpol agents are all running after the guys with the briefcase and the KGB. Uh, Cynthia Rothrock is running with a bag. Mm -hmm. and, what could be in the and bag? And the whole time, I was like, what's in the bag? Yeah, so... <laughs> it could be a gun, like most... Uh, it could be a rifle. I mean, yeah. it's long enough. Yeah. So... You know, conveniently, we never see the guy have these weapons, but he pulls out double nightsticks. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's it's one shot of him running with nothing in his arms, nothing at all. And then in the next shot, he has nightsticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? You know, like there's a probably a deleted scene and where he white. beats up. Yeah. They're, they're like, they're the brightest they're, day. They're spray painted. It's okay. <laughs> It's just constantly cutting to mm -hmm. what's the next thing that's happening, what's the next thing yep. that's happening. Mm -hmm. They couldn't cut to a shot of him beating up a police officer and then taking the <laughs> nightsticks. It's, it's fine. Well, um, because she has two nightsticks, she pulls out her rifle. No, I'm sorry. Her Chinese spear. <laughs> out, of, out of all the things to pull out of that bag, I was not expecting it because... It's a like a tri-folding spear mm -hmm. where you have to like... It's retractable. Re yeah, it's a retractable <laughs> spear almost. It's separated in three ends. Mm -hmm. She has to fully um, open it up and then lock it back into place. She's well, an I mean, Interpol agent. The exactly. other guy has a gun later in the movie. Where's her gun? <laughs> then we wouldn't have a cool fight. Yeah, no, this is, the, this is a really great... I, I love uh, spear choreography. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I've, I don't think I've ever seen a movie where I didn't see like a bow staff or a spear fight where it's usually it, it's so visually cool to just swing that thing around yeah. and do things with it that I'm always almost like, yeah, it's perfect. It's yeah, great. You right. can't you can't do you can't go wrong with it. Yeah, usually when I type in a white woman being speared, yeah, this isn't what I think about, <laughs> but this is still good regardless. I, I, I like this fight a lot, and um, I, I will backpedal a little bit on what I said before. Like, it kind of does uh, switch back and forth between two things going on at once, yeah. but, it, but, but it's okay because... It doesn't because, do it too often. Yeah, it doesn't do it often because we get a nice long sequence of Cynthia Rothrock fighting the guy with the double nightsticks. Yeah. It's not like, you know, a few moves cut to the next fight. A yeah. few moves, cut back to the original fight. Mm -hmm. No, we get a nice long uh, choreographed sequence where yep. they're just, you know, fighting each other. Mm -hmm. It's so uninterrupted mm -hmm. that the 
people in the background have to try to run away from being on camera because somebody behind camera is probably like, get the hell out right. of the shot. And you're the one who pointed out, like, I point, I, I noticed that, but, like, you were the one who pointed out the continuity errors of, like, oh, well, she swings it and then there's a cut and then the the back the people in the background are completely different location. Oh, or yeah. they're not even there yeah, at all. different time of day where they're shooting. <laughs> uh, so they get to the field of seats. Yeah. Um, and there's the the guy with the briefcase and he's he gets tackled by one of the bad guys i mean there's some fun stunts where they're they're just throwing each other on the chairs and they're tackling they're like going like right into the foreground mm -hmm. some cool stuff yep but uh yeah i don't know like it's so it's andy lau chasing him mm -hmm. and suddenly this guy's got a katana he pulls <laughs> well, it out of his he pants. literally <laughs> pulls it out of his pants it's easier to conceal a katana than two nightsticks <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the nice six are easier. <laughs> so, yeah, what happens is uh, Andy Lau is jumping over the chairs to try to get to the guy. He does, like, this, you know, this fun flip on top of the yep. table. Mm -hmm. and like he, a head spring. Like a head handspring. <laughs> yeah. Just, just to say, like, this is how you set up, you know, a shot is, you know, when we were first watching this, this moment, you see a couple sitting on the chairs making out an umbrella. It seems inconsequential. But then you know he grabs their umbrella and you know you find out there's two people making out under it you know it's I'm completely unfazed yeah it's, by the fact that there are people being the shit out of each other right, right so it's it's a great moment of you know comedy mm -hmm. to to just to um to explain okay why are you showing this um, this umbrella and now andy lau has a weapon yep. you know to fight against the katana <laughs> but but yeah so what happens is now we cut back to the the ending of uh Cynthia Rothrock and the and the guy with the double night six mm -hmm. and uh, I like I like this stuff a lot like there's it's always shot in wide and you, you know you see it's her and you, you can't go wrong with a fucking spear like but her choreography is great there's mm -hmm. a there's a really fun moment where uh, it's it's kind of like a mid shot mm -hmm. and it's basically the guy like she is like um, thrusting the spear yep. at the guy's head yep. and it's him just kind of dodging mm -hmm. out of the way like it, it pierces it, through his suit right? yeah yeah mm -hmm. like you, you see that you've seen this a lot basically anytime someone is fighting with a spear mm -hmm. it's them like just missing at or dodging as the spear like the spear goes by the sides of their head like right. we've you know we've seen it in, i've seen it in like jackie movies or yeah. like uh, jet Li movies mm -hmm. but it, it always looks cool mm -hmm. you know and they do it here and it and it's great yeah the speed of how you know how it was applied in the movie you know it definitely kind of resonates you know you can actually mm -hmm. like believe it yeah she's fast mm -hmm. with yeah. that spear at first mm -hmm. i was thinking man that thing looks clunky like mm -hmm. it looks a little heavy mm -hmm. when she's kind of swinging around and just doing these like intimidating poses with it mm -hmm. yeah. but then when she starts like you know swinging at him with it i was like oh okay yeah she's pretty fast right right yeah um it's <laughs> i love the way that this ends it just a freeze frame <laughs> i don't know i that's a stylistic choice i'm not a fan of yeah but it's like a throwback to like the old shaw brothers movies like eh, we don't know how to end our fights let's just have her uh do a spinning back kick at him yeah let's just assume he died he might as well have it's one of those things where when you do it like that it's mm -hmm. such uh it's such a visually jarring thing that it's almost forgiven the fact that you don't know what happens to him later. Right. Like, it's almost like, oh, they're frozen in time, just like they literally are on screen. Basically, the movie's telling you, let's move on. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Let's just assume he went, got banished to the Shadow Realm <laughs> or something like that. It cuts back to more running. 
<laughs> running away. <laughs> and the guy... Uh, this is where all the civilians were get pushed around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> the real civilians, Andy not Lau has the best uh, re-entrance to this scene <laughs> where he he suddenly springs up over these tall bushes and flips there's not and a, land on it's his It's not feet. like there's a trampoline on the other side of the bushes. Of course not. No, he can just jump that high. He can just <laughs> jump like 12 feet in the air and with an umbrella. Yes, uh, I don't and know. And land like Mary Poppins. I... I burst out laughing when I saw this movie. It's so silly, but it just, it, it, they're not allowed to stop. They just keep going once he just does this large flip over a bush. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, so going with what we were talking about before, Annie Lau, uh, he's very on, on the mark when it comes to choreography. Well, obviously nothing complicated, but if we're talking about something that's, uh, like just, it's basically like a dance. I think Mm -hmm. you said it before. It's, it's like it's like he knows his choreography like he knows how to hit his mark he knows how exactly like what the timing is everything and this is definitely a, an homage to charlie chaplin like he does a little wiggle he is fighting as the character mm-hmm. he's not just fighting yeah. and he's got this kind of cocky arrogant attitude but he's you know he's still charming mm-hmm. about it yeah he's he's definitely uh channeling uh chaplin mm-hmm. as he's using the umbrella to hit the guy but then also dance with it you know, it looks fun. Like he's definitely having fun with the moves, which mm-hmm. is which is why I like this like little moment a lot. Right. Did, I, did my brain just freeze up? I think, I think he, he did, just yeah. seized <laughs> up because I don't actually. I think that's really how it, how it ends. He he just takes the umbrella and just like whacks him over the head. And I'll I'll Unless say it, I'll say it again. Add. They they do it again. Uh, and this is how you know it's a finishing move. It's a wide mm-hmm. where you get the swing. Mm-hmm. It's an up close of the face getting hit, and then it goes back to a wide and the person landing on the ground. Right. Oh, okay. So that's how we know it's the finishing move. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I see. Well, it's also in slow mo. Well, think that's slow mo is usually in the, indicate that's you know. Right. Well, I mean, I've I noticed this style of editing at least for this film. Hmm. And, and then the interval agents catch up with him. And, and he's and then more plot. Ugh, well, it's kind of funny because he he doesn't know that those Interpol agents are mm-hmm. actually on his side. Mm-hmm. He gets ready to fight, and then he has the umbrella in hand, and he's like, "Oh!" And you see the umbrella just crooked and broken. And he's it's like, not like they could just have guns, you know? Well, they should. <laughs> they should. <laughs> I mean, she should have her spear. <laughs> what happened to the spear that's a good point it's frozen in in that <laughs> in that freeze frame i guess i'll sum up everything that happens till now uh the guy with the briefcase gets shot he he's in his dying actions he gives the briefcase to andy lao's nephew and, yeah the nephew. Well, he gives the contents of what's in the briefcase right, right. to andy indirectly and yeah. then inside it is um like a jade tumor it's a magic crystal I can't tell if it's a children's movie or not, because uh, it, it kind of gives that vibe a little it, bit. It does because of the um, you know the secondary the character yeah. uh, with a nephew, and then we kind of get surprisingly we get like small little side stories with him. But this you mean is distractions. That's another way of saying distractions. <laughs> no, it's called character building with. Uh... <laughs> Let's just say that somehow they get into a gymnasium and you just have to fill in all the blanks. So I think the idea is they're trying to find out where the guy with the briefcase went. So they go to see his sister who works at a gymnasium or is at a gymnasium. Mm-hmm. I don't exactly know what she is. Actually. <laughs> I, like, I don't know her job occupation, but she's at the gym yeah. when they go to see her. There's also kind of a sleazy guy in a teal bluish shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name. I thought it was like 
Taolo or something? Taolo? Natalis Chan. That's all I can tell you about the actor. Oh, the actor. Okay. Let's just call him the sleazy yeah, guy. Sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. The sleazy guy is there. You know, <laughs> he doesn't let Andy Lau park his, is it a Ferrari? Well, it's a yellow mm. sports car yep. in a parking space because he, you know, sleazily goes in first. Mm-hmm. And then he warns him, oh, don't park here. You know, something might drop on your car. And, and then, then a fridge falls on the car. <laughs> yeah. It's great. But where the fuck did that fridge come from? Never explained. Never. Well, he, he explained it. He said, don't park here because they'll do that. But he's like, I'll be the good guy and, you know, park here for, for you. Such a good person. Yeah. But I then it turns out he was actually right. They do drop uh, <laughs> things on your car. Anyway. <laughs> We're in the gymnasium now. And uh, Andy Lau meets... Um, you said what winnie winnie no, yes i don't know her name i'm just gonna call winnie. her love interest winnie winnie okay sure so they meet and the sleazy guy comes back in winnie gets carried off literally <laughs> in the next shot yeah by some goons Andy Lau does a jumping uh, flying kick at uh one of the henchmen well so winnie ducks mm-hmm. and uh the guy gets kicked and you know rolls out the door yep and, and the it- sleazy comedic relief tries to do the same thing and just immediately just face plants into the wall well what happens is he yeah he drives tries to jump kick the other uh goon and the guy catches him in the air and throws him at the wall <laughs> so fast yeah it's great it's really funny yeah i like we it. should talk like we shouldn't emphasize the speed of the fights in this movie or the, just the action in general because it's yeah. it's good it's it's fast but it it doesn't seem like inappropriately like sped up or over edited mm-hmm. everything feels very well choreographed and thought out like mm-hmm. the edits are where they need to be in order to you know have a stuntman go in or just have the the hits and the momentum feel right right exactly so it, in this fight you know there, there's like a huge mob of goons that come into mm-hmm. the gymnasium and and any Lau and kind of the sleazy guy get involved mm-hmm. and it's even, our it's our first brawl yeah of the movie yeah and even though the sleazy guy isn't is he's a comedic relief so he doesn't really know how to fight like there's good choreography with there's him too. there's a lot of great choreography with him kind of um buffoonly trying to escape these blows you know all the all these goons who have uh come into the gym have axes Mm -hmm. and they're just kind of swinging away it feels very uh jackie chanish where he doesn't have the weapon and he's you know just dodging yeah and it's and it's played for comic relief but it it works here too i like it a lot yeah buffoonly is a good way to describe it (laughs) it is (laughs) because he 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 is the buffoon uh, of of this movie now that he's here he'll be on his fours literally like like on his stomach and he'll just jump up and he'll dodge everyone's swinging axes at the same time or something like that or he'll he'll block people's uh like axes by by cowering and and shriveling up into a ball but it just so happens that he blocks it with the soles of his feet it's all by accident (laughs) but you know like obviously it's all choreographed but you know in terms of the the character it's very um, seamless seem there you go it's very seamless a comedic relief character who isn't completely useless you know he's not just annoying right right he is is is, he's annoying but surprisingly in the fights it it works yeah it it works for him yeah like he he dodges an axe to the groin literally Mm -hmm. by the skin of his teeth yep oh that's a great shot you just his legs are spread the axe is just right there yeah and then going back to what you were saying before you see two axes come down at his feet Mm -hmm. and i was thinking oh my god 
that's horrible. But then they played for comic relief where he pulls his feet out and then you see the top of the shoes are cut off. He's clearly not wearing the right size shoes, but at that, in that point, it worked to his yeah, advantage. Yeah, it's fine. It's for, it's for, and it's then, for comedy. Well, you see it in the, in the, the background that he, he has his legs lifted up and you see his, his socks have a little holes in them. So it's like yeah, his toes are coming out. Yeah, yeah it, doesn't, then, it doesn't work at all. Of course, it doesn't work that way. But then he kicks them in the face. So there's comedy in the action too. You know, there's a little bit of this, the, the silly side of the action and then there's the serious side of the action. Which is Andy Lau just beating up guys left yes, and right. Yes, It's, well, it's not, I mean, yes, it is Andy Lau. There's, there's a lot of parts I, I attribute to Andy Lau's, like just, again, being on point with the action. Like he's, he runs away from the villains and uh, the the goons, and he jumps at these parallel bars. Remember, this is a gymnasium, so like like we have gymnastics equipment everywhere. Grabs a, the gymnastics rings and does a flip and kicks someone at the same time. Mm-hmm. The only the only disappointing thing though is that they needed to have the camera at a different angle because yeah. you can clearly see there is no feet connecting <laughs> when the guy gets thrown back yeah, yeah. yeah i mean it happens fast i mm-hmm. notice this stuff but yeah it's, it's cool anything with flips it wasn't him but when andy lau is jumping at the parallel bars and he grabs onto the underside of it he's yeah. literally doing that yeah, it's actually him because when he's grabbing you you know he twists in the midair mm-hmm. and you're like oh that's yes. him mm-hmm. that's great mm-hmm. yeah so uh, not as complicated as some of the other twisting flip stuff mm-hmm. but that's still a complicated motion, and he's doing it. Yeah, yeah. There's an awesome moment where, and this is all in one take, where this guy uh, jump kicks at him, and he kicks him, I don't want to say in the groin, but, you know, in the legs, so he he comes down mm-hmm. hard. Yep. And then while that's happening, there's another guy in the background who jump kicks at him, you know, in the air, and immediately he turns around, and he just grabs him and throws oh, him yeah, on the floor. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. And I was very, very surprised to yeah. see that was Andy Lau who did that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we should definitely talk about the camera work. The camera work in this movie is spot on. A lot of the action is happening in wides, right? So, like, uh, Andy Lau is literally grabbing that guy, like you said before, and he throws him down. But he throws him down, and the camera moves with it. And let's just say, like, obviously this is the 80s, so, like, panning shots, they're not tracked, like, um, you know, like, digitally it's not you know in done in post you know the cameraman actually has to do that himself so they paid very close attention to making sure that the action feels more um impactful so when he lands on the floor you see the camera move down with the impact yes um and that happens with almost everything in the the action scenes in in this movie Mm -hmm. yeah Um, it's it's really subtle things where if you have somebody mm -hmm. like you mentioned earlier fly into a pommel horse and it's in a wide, and the camera static, you know, that looks cool. But adding a cam- you know, a slight camera movement to follow the body flying across screen, that helps make it more visually dynamic. Yeah. And it just, you know, it makes you more interesting. Going back to way back in the when we talked about Fury, and they tried to do the same exact thing. And it didn't work because the camera was a little too close. Yeah. It was very close. And there were way too many edits. So Way too many edits. And... It's not matching the speed at which the person is moving. Yeah. So the camera might have been a little too slow with the movement or a little too fast. So there's that disconnect that happens. Yeah. We definitely have to give props to the cameraman for, for doing all that. Um, and we, we're definitely missing the best 
stunt in this whole fight scene. What's that? When um, the old lady is, <laughs> is doing backflips. It's definitely not her, obviously. Yeah. She's, I, I want to say she's probably the gym owner. Yeah, of course. And she does like a backflip, literally for no reason, trying to stop the fight before it erupts into a brawl. You you like to point this out about, you know, um, well, when I you ha- you could describe it. Yeah. Well, so when you have a complicated movement going on, like somebody doing back handspring flips, mm-hmm. And then when you need to cut to the, you know, the actor really playing the character, you have them maybe like jump, you know, just in frame. And then they start talking and, you know, they didn't really do that move. They're completing the motion, mm-hmm. but it, it looks so silly, but I love it. It's something that they do in comedies now yeah. for comedic effect. There's a running gag in this movie. And this is where I first noticed it. So after after all the fighting happens inside the gym, they realize that Winnie is getting, uh, you know, is getting uh, taken away. They're on probably like the third floor mm-hmm. of this gym. Uh, so Andy Lau and the sleazy guy they look over the balcony and oh, realize that this. they're taking her away. So Andy Lau jumps over the balcony and does a flip, and then he lands on one of the guys mm-hmm. on the first floor. Com- you, you said second floor, right? I would say like fourth floor. Fourth, it's uh, pretty high up. Yeah. Well, okay, so off a balcony (laughs) even if it's the second floor you don't just land on some guy and then immediately get up in the next scene and start kicking people around (laughs) but it's another great comedic moment is because so the sleazy guy who is kind of after the affections of winnie Mm -hmm. he realizes that uh, andy lau has done something kind of cool to try and save her he tries to do the same thing so he jumps off the balcony Mm -hmm. and right before he lands on another guy, Andy Lag kind of just pushes him away, mm-hmm. and the guy just face palm, <laughs> face plants mm-hmm. on the floor, and it, you know, the stunt man really did do it from off camera right. into frame, so yeah. it looks painful, uh, but you know, then it cuts, and it and it's the uh, actor, and you're like, oh, ha ha ha. <laughs> if you're, you know, if you do decide to watch the movie, you'll notice this gag: somebody is always getting thrown off a balcony or jumping off a balcony. Mm-hmm. It happens multiple times in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have the fucking plot. Yeah. We we get our first uh introduction to Richard Norton. Richard Norton. Who is the who is, main bad guy in yeah. this film. And he's been in countless other uh, martial arts movies that we've seen before who's he's an actual martial martial artist in real life. Um he was in um in Bloodsport actually. Mm. A minor role in that, but he was also in Mr. Nice Guy, which you pointed out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, I was wondering because mm-hmm. when you see him, and if you are familiar with some martial arts movies, you're like, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. Where have I seen him before? Right. But, uh, we get our first introduction to him in a parking garage. Uh, um, Andy Lau and Winnie are kind of, uh, stopped. And so Richard Norton offers him some chai tea, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> And I am the villain. Yeah. Here is some generic beverage. In this tiny little baby cup. <laughs> and uh, Andy Lau uses that um, to try and, you know, get the jump on him. So he kind of grabs his wrist and twists, mm-hmm. and he goes for a kick at his head. And Richard Norton very quickly dodges and kicks him so hard that he flies <laughs> like out of frame. feet out of frame. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mentioned to, to Will this off camera, but... There's not so much wire work in this movie, but when they use wires, things go over the top. (laughs) And this is an instance where he gets pulled literally off frame, Mm -hmm. off screen, and it's so fast. The cut's so fast. Uh, Andy Lau's like, don't worry, I got this. And he gets 
literally catapulted across the car- parking lot and the next shot he's like i don't got this <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this is another instance where you're like what's in the bag because yeah. <laughs> so andy lau is fending off some you know some goons with this giant black duffel bag uh they realize uh, there's nowhere else to go but um, to literally jump uh, out of the parking garage. Andy Lau shoots a grappling hook into a car from his duffel bag. Is he a spy? Was that ever established? Like, how, why does he have this weaponry? Like, this gadgets? Because it they needed it for the scene. We were talking about this before. You know, like we missed the days of reversing footage. They literally just had a. You know, a wire hooked up to a car, and then they just pulled the wire away from the the car. So, but in the movie, they just reverse the footage so it looked like we you pierced through the car. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's not CG. It would be a, it would be a CG hook spear whatever. Now, yeah. well, there's not much to talk about in terms of the fighting here. So, we, we, it's yeah, like yeah, a little we, scuffle. Yeah, it's a little scuffle. Uh, and, but <laughs> the thing that always made me laugh whenever we keep watching this is so he you know he shoots the harpoon or hook into the car and he lifts up his shirt and right on his groin is like carabiner yeah carabiner Mm -hmm. and so they use that to rappel down (laughs) like why did his pants have that he knew he knew just in case he knew yeah okay (laughs) he's into some weird kinky shit yeah that that's what i was gonna say so anyway, though, like, it's it's such a brief encounter. Mm-hmm. So then what happens now is they're going to kidnap his ch- uh, his nephew for some reason. I don't know if they know that he has the They figured out rock. he has the rock, yeah. Okay, okay, so they He do. has the okay. tumor. Right. <laughs> so what happens is you get this kind of uh, sneaky night invasion mo- uh, moment where it's uh, Andy Lau's uh, sister. Mm-hmm. She's crocheting while watching TV. And you have guys with, uh, not machetes, like combat knives, mm-hmm. who are creeping into her house very stealthily. And she decides, oh, I'm going to go to the kitchen. I'm going to get some food. And this whole time, you're like, oh, no. Like, mm-hmm. the movie has set her up as, a, like a, as house, a housewife. Almost like a housewife. Yeah, yeah exactly. as the housewife. She's there. She in Her first introduction is her trying to cook a recipe off the TV. Mm-hmm. And she's got the egg bite beater. And she looks a little incompetent. Yeah. So this whole time you're like, oh no, they're gonna hurt this woman. Yeah. And then what happens is, uh, the the men reveal themselves. One conveniently pops up behind her and like puts his arm around her yeah. to grab. And, and literally within seconds, like not even like a nano, it's almost like a nanosecond. You see like a, a knife like going towards her neck. Mm-hmm the mini blanket or bib she was crocheting covers the man's face she kicks one of the crocheting needles like mm-hmm. into into his head but it's it doesn't hit his head it like mm-hmm. it's like there yeah. and he like goes back against the wall mm-hmm. and you get this great hero shot mm-hmm. of her with her legs split mm-hmm. and she's like what the fuck she's yeah. like come on and it's it's perfect because I know I know you don't like the story, uh, you know the story, but I was you know I was, I was what, paying attention. What made you think that the fact that we're skipping all the story? <laughs> yeah, well it, it's it's a great subversion because you mm-hmm. think she's the housewife, you think she's gonna get hurt and beat up, right. but lo and behold, she can hold her own. Yeah, and no, for sure. Yeah, for me, I think this might be my favorite fight really? of the okay. movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a lot that happens. It's not to like I'm gonna completely omit the pa- the fact that we it constantly cuts back and forth between this the action and 
like the little nephew like yeah yeah that that would be the one thing that really sucks about this fight is they do cut back and forth between what's going on with the yeah well the the little nephew is just uh you know in the in the little room with the magic tumor and you know the magic tumor gives him grants him uh invisibility I don't care about that shit. Let's go back to the action. Right? Yeah. So yeah, um, she's very flexible. You, you get to see her do like mid air splits. Um, you know, she literally pins one guy with one uh, onto the wall with one leg, and then her other leg is onto uh, on her backside uh, on the other side of the wall. She's like holding herself up, and all the guys are just waiting to pounce on her. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. another great you know it's another great shot yeah yeah and the way that she descends i i believe that it wasn't wire work and like just it, she, she just falls seamlessly mm-hmm. like i don't know if she got up there seamlessly but you know like in real life but you know like it, it's really impressive because like they clearly hired someone who's very talented and i, I know that some of the stunt work it wasn't actually her mm-hmm. um whenever you can't see her face you know it's clearly a, a double but for the most part you know she did was very much on point when it comes to the choreography and there's a lot of it was very complicated thankfully she has all this weaponry just lying <laughs> around the house i apartment. was about to say um you know i mean I, most of it like you think like you go into a, a typical chinese household you see a lot of weaponry on the wall it's ornamental right it's just like oh it's just there but she's like no i actually yeah, know how she to jumps on top of her dining room table and she grabs a kind of like a wushu type blade mm-hmm. off the wall and begins using that to fend <laughs> off these guys it's yeah so silly it's perfect <laughs> i i love it yeah and then she, she, she basically takes down all the goons and then i guess we'll get the intro of richard norton in this fight scene mm-hmm. so um he dispatches with andy lau's aunt who you know he kind of beats up and what happens is coincidentally cynthia rothrog comes <laughs> into the fray mm-hmm. and i will say like i love i just like the setup of these fights because um, you let, you know, you let two people fight and they don't want to get, it. it's never boring because like he dispatches of her. Now Cynthia Rothrock comes and we get a, you know, a, a change in choreography. Mm-hmm. And what happens is it's, it's very brief. And I thought they were trying to go a little sexist with what they were implying here. Uh, she starts fighting him mm-hmm. and like, she starts hitting him on the wrist mm-hmm. and she's, you know, she's, she goes like, ow, like that hurt. Yeah. I thought they were going to go say something like, oh, like it's because I'm a man and you're weak. Mm. But then what ends up happening is she rips off his sleeves to reveal he uh, has gauntlets. Right. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Uh, didn't clever didn't even, writing. Didn't even realize that. Like, it, it's like, you know, small little detail. I thought it was going one way, but I was like, oh, okay, cool. Right, right. That's great. He's... But so it's a good thing they're still in that Chinese household because now Cynthia Rothrock jumps on the table and she pulls out uh, just a sword. A thicker sword, sword. yeah. Yeah. I love the choreography here a lot because, um, and I pointed out to you while we were watching it, Richard Norton has a extremely serious, focused look on his face when he is using his wrists to block these sword swipes. Mm-hmm, right. so the sword swipes are coming from off screen with the way that the, the camera is shot. You know? Yeah. One wrong move mm-hmm. and he could easily cut his hand. Yes. He can cut like different parts of his body because he's using his wrists to block. Mm-hmm. And when you look, if you go back and watch the choreography, when you see his face, he is fucking serious. And, <laughs> and I love it. It's right. great. You know, Cynthia Rothrock, in one of the scenes, I'm assuming it's this one, mm-hmm. uh, she actually did cut Richard Norton in the forehead. 
Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming it's this one because, you know, weapons. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that those are dulled weapons, but, you know, the yeah. accidents oh, yeah, happen. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, you can still potentially hurt someone. And, you know, like, I'm sure it was probably after the fact he was like, he had to you know, be serious about it. Okay, I already got cut once. No more. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the fight really just keeps on ongoing and it becomes kind of a two-on-one match. Yeah, and so I, I like kind of, I like that they were smart enough to realize like okay we need to change the fight up again mm-hmm. so uh andy lau's uh sister comes back in you know she was kind of defeated before but she right. comes back in yep. and she's now trying to help cynthia rothrock mm-hmm. out yeah. uh with this fight mm-hmm. and it's man like two on one choreography is man I, like it's always complicated yeah. like that's hard to do because you got to think of it like you have three people on screen. Mm-hmm. If one person, if if two people are fighting, mm-hmm. what's that third person doing? Are right. they just you? You can't just have them stand there waiting. So you need to find a way so that they're also attacking, but the one guy is also blocking, so he's not just getting like you know his ass handed. To yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Like Richard Norton, sometimes he does some choreography that you know the actor obviously is not um, uh, willing to do. So like it's very complicated, like spinning, uh, jumping, kicks, and stuff. And it's probably the least convincing stunt double <laughs> in the entire movie. It's clearly some uh, Chinese guy just wearing a, a, a really <laughs> very unconvincing beard because it looks nothing like Richard Norton's yeah, beard. Yeah. It's not him. It, it's okay. <laughs> the, the, the pacing, the mm-hmm. editing, and the momentum of the fight is good. Yeah. If you're really looking for it, yeah, you'll spot his stunt double. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of just ended abruptly because they captured a the nephew yeah yeah and then uh and then richard norton holds him by the head leave they the kind of leave yeah for yeah for Blue me balls. this was kind of the best fight and it does end anticlimactically i would have liked a like kind of a definitive end like he yeah. defeats maybe both of them mm-hmm. and then he's able to get away mm, right right um, right but i but i will say so like i pointed out when Cynth- he and cynthia rothrock are fighting and he's got that serious face on because he's blocking with his wrist there's another small moment of choreography where both of them are uh, attacking him and he's blocking both of them with his wrist still. And mm-hmm. you see again, he's got that, <laughs> you know, he's got that 40 yard stare look on his face. He's like, I can't screw this up. Don't want to lose my arms. Uh, this is something that Zero pointed out that I completely missed. Andy Lau was, was still in prison, but he gets shot by an ice bullet. Yes. To, to fake his, his, uh, his, Injury. injury so he gets sent to the infirmary he gets he wakes up just so he can you know like go it's, back into the real world so he can help his family yes i and, hate i hate this part of the plot like he should have never went to prison it, it's yeah. stupid well they just want to get him out of the last fight scene so he wouldn't be able, that's, whatever that's true that makes sense <laughs> i mean they could have knocked him over the head and he could have passed out or yeah something. yeah just throw him in a dumpster the entire cast of protagonists goes into a warehouse to go after the the bad guy mm-hmm. and we get a pretty ultimately disappointing fight scene in my opinion mm-hmm. because like it's great and all but it fucking should have ended <laughs> way earlier it, it's a little confusing because i thought this was the end of the movie mm-hmm. I, I didn't look at like you know where the the marker the timeline, was yeah. yeah i didn't look at the timeline so i kind of thought that oh like this would be perfect like this seems like you know they kidnapped the son yep. 
this is the point where they rescue him now and it, everything gets resolved. But unfortunately, that's not the case. No, no. I mean, it's a good fight. There's a little bit of a little bit of everything. So we have the Interpol agent before that we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Cynthia Rothrock. She's in it. Um, we have Wang Jing, the director. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. So now we have this fight. And I actually thought the, the part where the Interpol agent uses his gun, although brief, was actually well integrated into the fight scene, mm-hmm. which is something that's kind of clunky when it comes to fight scene uh, fight scenes involving guns you know like yeah. hand-to-hand combat at least but it's kind of explained a little bit better because like he can't grab it immediately he like he has to pull it out of his um pull it out of his holster in order to you know like um uh, to to fire it and but also like you know it's integrated with the hand-to-hand combat like mm-hmm. he, he blocks he he pulls someone he bends the person over yeah um and then next shot you see that he's like defending himself from um like close range attacker, so he can't just continue using his gun. Um, in most movies, you're just thinking like, why what? don't they just take out their gun? Yeah, yeah. So I guess yeah, it, it's fine how he's using the gun. For me, what takes it out mm-hmm. is that when somebody starts shooting, you know, discharging a firearm, mm-hmm. I don't think people will continue to brawl. I think yeah. people will hit the floor or people will raise their hands because they realize there's a gun. You know, I could potentially die now instead of just getting be- beaten up. Yeah, because when I think like an Interpol agent, I usually think like a, oh, she's carrying a giant ass spear, <laughs> not her gun. No, of course, of course. <laughs> Man, there's there's a lot that happens in this one too. You know, like there's a forklift that's involved. There's a, there's, we get a little Raiders moment uh, later with uh, this one really flexible, kicky dude. Uh, he looks like he's going to be very intimidating. You expect a really good fight, but she just dispatches him with one spinning back kick. Yeah, I was disappointed because I didn't think of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, I definitely did. Yeah, Especially yeah. with the way that the rest of the movie plays out, well, but we can get into that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess if it was closer, like if that other stuff happened first. But um, yeah, when I first saw this, I was like, ooh, this is going to be good. You know, this guy they're making him visually look intimidating mm-hmm. and then she dispatches him really quickly. So it was a little, for me, I was disappointed, but I, I guess now that you pointed out, I could, I guess I could kind of see the Raiders of the Lost Ark connection. Yeah. We got the, the comic relief father doing his thing where he, he dresses up like one of the henchmen's, but mm-hmm. they find him out right away. Well, oh, it's so it, funny. It, it's clever though. You know, he's dressed up as a henchman and mm-hmm. while they're all wait, kind of waiting their turn to fight, mm-hmm. he's kind of clubbing them over the head. And at one mm-hmm. point, he's like, like somebody sees him, and he's like, oh, he, he fainted. He got excited. <laughs> and then he tries it again on another group, and they're like, wait, wait, do we know you? They're like, they're like he's like, oh, I'm new here. And they're like, are you a good guy or a bad guy? He's like, a uh, good guy? They're like, we're bad guys. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, this is cute. I liked it. <laughs> but, then, sure. but then, so Andy Lau f- meets up with... Richard Norton, <laughs> Edward Norton, Edward Norton again, and uh, you kind of think it's gonna be the big fight. He's like in this, you know, in his behind oh, his boy. chair. Uh-huh. They start fighting. We get this great, uh, really long. I guess he like this jumping sidekick mm-hmm. at him. Yep, he and, blocks it, and he blocks it. And in in the credits, we see the full take. You know, we, we I think he actually does hit the guy. I don't know if it's the actor in the chair, oh, okay. but he hits he hits somebody. Mm-hmm. But in you know in, in the theatrical version that we're watching, it it cuts before that, so mm-hmm. it, it looks a little jarring. But I remember seeing that in in the credits. The choreography is very fast, um, and yeah, you know, I can't tell if the 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 footage is sped up or anything like that. I don't think it was right, but if it isn't, that it's even more impressive. Yeah, there's one shot. 
where the two of them are uh, training blows. And then uh, Richard Norton, he does a round kick at uh, Andy Lau. But as as he's doing it, you see Cynthia Rothrock come into fray. But she just stands there for like a half a second. She stammers because mm-hmm. she, she knows she has to hit her, her cue. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you're not stepping in the right place, yeah. you could easily fall over them. You could, she herself could have got hit with that roundhouse kick. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you don't notice it. But if you're looking at her instead of looking at the center, you know, the fight that's happening center frame, uh, it's fine. The worst thing about this fight scene, because, you know, like the action's good. Is how it fucking ends. I, I, yes, it was so f- infuriating for me to watch this. Uh, Andy Lau kicks him over the desk. Well, they both. I oh, think they they both kick him, mm-hmm. and it's this really funny shot of this guy flying <laughs> into his desk chair, mm-hmm. and he disappears. You're there's like, an escape hatch. Yeah, you're like, what? So Andy Lau jumps over the desk, and you realize that there's an escape hatch in the floor. Yeah, I was audibly upset with this scene and then you realize there's more plot there's 20 to more minutes of yeah. this fucking so movie. i did mention in the beginning yeah i did like this movie mm-hmm. i did enjoy it this is where uh the momentum of the movie itself kind of grinds to a halt for me because i was like wait what this isn't the end <laughs> and then just just to fill in the space now mm-hmm. what happens is the um the magic crystal takes over the boy and he makes him go back to greece and yeah. it's a throwaway line like the boy's in greece we got to go there now it's uh the last scene should have kind of segued into this perfectly like seamlessly instead we have like 20 minutes of padding doesn't matter but let's just say that like instead of uh you know having that 20 minutes like it, it should have just jumped from that last fight to this part yeah yeah like the so what happens is they go back to greece mm-hmm. and then they find out that the alien spaceship is underneath the Greek ruins where they were in the beginning of the film. It should have been in the basement of this of the, of the warehouse. Well, yeah, that everyone we jumped there. down the hatch. Yeah, it, that should have been it. <laughs> they, we could have cut to that. I think it would have been fine. Why does it have to be Greece? We're underground. Like it might as well be anywhere. Yeah, so it's fine. Let's not let's not yeah, dwell. Sure. On but it. here is where we really jump the shark because the we had a magic crystal, but that magic crystal actually is owned by aliens. Yeah, we fucking UFO now. So well, it was it was always kind of implied that they had the ET alien finger coming out of the the jade crystal at one <laughs> point, you know, giving the kid powers. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious it was extraterrestrial. So the bad guy has the little kid in his arms, and then Interpol agent jumps down and grabs him, and then you know ambushes him, and then they have a little bit of a brawl going on. And then uh, Edward Norton, <laughs> fucking, I did fuck it up this time. Richard Norton pulls out a gun, and then uh, Andy Lau conveniently finds a button on the on the wall. That button is a magnet of sorts, so it grabs all the weapons in the room. Yeah, come Richard later. Norton <laughs> uses yeah, later yeah. in the movie, but sure, whatever. It's fine. It was established earlier. It you know it kind of dragged the scene, yeah. but sure. Yeah, the director was like, eh, they'll forget about that. Doesn't matter. Sure, sure. So let's see. We have. Uh, Interpol agent is fighting uh, one. No, random goon. goon. Yeah, he had like maybe one or two other moments in the movie. You know, not very, not very highlighted, but it's fine with what yeah. he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, obviously the centerpiece of this whole action scene is 
uh, Andy Lau and Cynthia Rothrock. Mm-hmm. Th- this goes on for a while, actually, like the, yeah. the back and forth between them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first it starts out as Cynthia Rothrock versus uh, Richard Norton. Mm-hmm. And he kind of flips her up in the air. Mm-hmm. And she lands and she goes into eagle style. <laughs> and the Well, wo- you're missing how she, before she gets in eagle style, sure. what, she, what does she do? Oh, well, she does this weird kind of dance combination of poses and she shimmies <laughs> it's the shimmy it's the shimmy that looks kind of odd because before that you're like okay this is you know maybe part of the movement but <laughs> the shimmy but you know what she made it very feminine mm-hmm. nope it, I, I wouldn't mess with her yeah, just, yeah it's, it's just funny it, want, it kind of comes out of nowhere i wonder how much this kind of caters to uh, is, is deliberately try to cater to the hong kong audience or the chinese audience because they're you know uh, they're using this white woman is using Chinese martial arts. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's very deliberate. She sells it. You know, she, she oh, definitely yeah. like does multiple stances. Like she does a uh, eagle and she does snake. She I don't know what else later. she does, but mm-hmm. yeah, she does multiple ones. And it seems very convincing the way that she's oh, doing yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very complicated. A mm-hmm. lot of the choreography in general. In fact, so much so that Richard Norton's maybe in like maybe a third or like maybe half of the fight scenes yeah so there is a giant spaceship mm-hmm. a real a real spaceship in the room you know they yeah, built this set aliens are real yeah yeah and what happens is every now and then they kind of uh vault on vault off of it you know jump on top of it mm-hmm. and jump off it use it and use it kind of as a springboard for mm-hmm. some more complicated moves and because of this you get some fun shots with stunt doubles mm-hmm. <laughs> What I like, and I mentioned this earlier, is the movie knows that you can't keep things uh, just the same all the time. Mm -hmm. So it starts out as Cynthia Rothrock versus uh, Richard Norton. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is Andy Lau uh, is able to jump into the fight and you get a lot more two-in-one stuff, which Mm -hmm. is, I liked how they did it before. And here too, the choreography is great. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's three people on screen fighting. It's never one person just hanging out in the back, waiting their turn. (laughs) And uh, and I noticed that this whole movie, it never you never see people in the background. Well, uh, okay, just to t- retread a little bit, you do at one point in the in the warehouse, but it's used for comedy. Yeah, yeah. But like uh, you know, people are always fighting on screen. And you mentioned, and you know, you mentioned it while we were watching it. The camera work is great. Yes, it's one wide, and the camera is tracking the motions of Cynthia Rothrock uh, attacking Richard Norton. Like you are seeing subtle movements of the camera moving along with the motions that she's she's, she's uh, throwing she's throwing exactly but don't think uh shaky cam where yeah. you're just shaking the camera around so the the frame mm-hmm. feels active yeah. no, no no this is deliberate the camera is following the motion of her fists mm-hmm. or the motion of her body there's a one point where you're like okay this is just shaky cam because the camera's moving but you notice she uh, throws a, a hit upwards, and the camera moves quickly to follow that. Yeah. So this cameraman, very attentive. You know, he's yeah. keeping the frame active. He's mm-hmm. keeping your eyes very active. Mm-hmm. I was wondering the complexity of that as a camera operator, and this is the age before, uh, you know, post. You know, it was like yes. a huge issue. Uh, not issue. <laughs> Shouldn't say issue, but it's an issue it, for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, like it, we're not over reliant on doing things in post production. You can clearly tell that the operator was actually moving it with the motions, but like it's moving it perfectly with it, like yeah. just a little bit off, and you know, like it wouldn't match whatsoever. Yeah, of course, Cynthia Rothrock is the the centerpiece of this. Yeah, she's clearly the only one who's not only in the choreography, but she's clearly doing her own stunts at all times. 
uh, Andy Lau, I still give him props because he's on cue with all the all the choreography as well. And yeah, we said this multiple times throughout this episode. Um, yeah, it's it's just perfect until until you know because my suspension of disbelief can only go so far until uh, Richard Norton takes out these size size yeah yeah Raphael uh, size <laughs> yeah. So you said to me that size are technically defensive weapons that was my understanding right during wartime you know you got you have guys with these big swords mm -hmm. and they're used to catch the yeah. swing mm -hmm. if you think of like a trident or like a fork right. you know it, it lands in between you twist the hand and you can easily or more easily disarm right. a sword but him using it on the offensive is a little confusing. It's, well, it's, know, it's, it, it's different. I've right, never right. seen a side battle before. Right. You, you explained to me that they're like they're blunted weapons, right? Yeah. But they're you know like looking at it from afar, they're it looks like a fork. You know. Yeah. You can stab things with forks. Yeah. And he yeah. the way that he's plying it in in combat, like he's he's like poking at them. Yeah. That should penetrate skin. Mm -hmm. You can poke through people with blunt objects. Yeah. You can kill someone with no, a cereal box if you want. Very to. very true. Uh, I'll. Yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. Like, he should have been stabbing them. Yeah. Considering how serious the fight was. Yeah. I'll say, though, on the performer, very good showing of restraint mm -hmm. and not, you know, stabbing <laughs> your fellow <laughs> actor or actress. Because mm -hmm. there are points where, yeah, he's supposed to be stabbing or poking at them, and they're just kind of recoiling back. Yeah. And there's a one moment where he's... Um, twirling the, the size to kind of show off how, what he's doing and you were saying before how serious he is at times because he can't mess up the choreography mm -hmm. and this is the moment where I notice it the most because he's literally just staring at the camera as he's showing off and he looks like he's like oh my god I am gonna fuck this up don't <laughs> fuck this up right right <laughs> He looks a little stiff mm -hmm. when he's swinging this size around. Yeah. Like it, 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 this, this was the only part that took me out when he brings out the size. Sure. Like I liked the hand-to-hand uh, -hand stuff a little more, mm -hmm. but the size do break it up. It it changes things around because now they're on the defensive. Like there's a great moment, and it's shot in all slow motion where Andy Lau is desperately trying to block the size. They're mm -hmm. coming above his head. He's ducking. And he's also trying to hit him, and yep. he's just he's just too fast, and he's and he's blocking him with the size. Yeah. Right, right. The stunt double that they got for Richard Norton is like this shorter, pudgier Asian man <laughs> with a really bad beard and and wig on. I will say, there's one moment where um, uh, Richard Norton causes Andy Lau to spin a twist in midair, and Andy Lau just knows to just punch him in the face while he's doing it, so it makes Richard Norton spin in the air. But not Richard Norton. It's clearly a stunt double. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not only, like, someone spinning in the air, it's in slow motion. So you can clearly see it wasn't him. And it kind of just ends abruptly, like we talked about. You know, it, it's... Uh, well, and he chases after the, he... the nephew does a double kick and kicks both of them mm -hmm. and that's the last uh, hit of yeah. the fight very right. anticlimactic because yes. then he goes after the nephew the nephew hides underneath a, a caving wall ceiling the ceiling is about to crush them and then um the mm, nephew it's fine who cares who cares yeah who cares i will say best part of the movie when the ceiling is about to crush the kid they throw a rope at him and they pull him and it's it a is, dummy. <laughs> it, no, it was obviously him. It was clearly the little boy. Like when I pull my 60 pound nephew, you know, it, it, I can clearly just pull him with relative ease. Yes, of course. Of yeah. course. 
And then the the spaceship is about to leave with the UFO and the mon- the aliens, and then Richard Norton jumps at them, and then he disintegrates with them. Well, he they they sidestep, and he lands on top of the alien, yeah. and they go into outer space together. Yeah, I guess they can't outright kill the villain, Why so not? that that's how. Well, I mean, because because I can't tell if this is a kid show or not. Is it a kid's movie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you actually played, paid attention to a plot more than me, so I can't. It was say and it. it wasn't because you had creepy moments of perverted voyeurism. That well, is an Asian thing. Attempted. That's a very, very Asian thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, attempted creepy voyeurism. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had body horror mm-hmm. later when right. the guy's limbs were on different parts of his body or the part or the part where the lady is ripping her face off yeah 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 oh, God, i'm glad we skipped the plot on this one yeah, yeah i'm yeah. very happy we skipped the plot on this one i don't know how i feel about this okay so do you do you want to wrap this up now and i'm well, obviously i'm trying to wrap this up okay. but it, it's very hard for me to explain this this train of thought because this movie is relatively obscure especially as a westerner you know like, oh yeah um, like there, yeah when looking it up online there's i didn't find any information at all yeah i'm glad you looked it up because we're talking about it for its uh, anniversary now Mm -hmm. and um yeah like this this movie is clearly very impressive on a technical level for action i struggle to say i recommend the movie because for me i did not enjoy this plot at all Mm -hmm. if you don't watch the movie as a whole you probably won't have access to the fight scenes because the movie is relatively obscure is it on YouTube? Are I, the fights I, on I YouTube? Can't, I can't seem to find... The last fight scene is is definitely on YouTube. Last okay. I checked. But, oh, but the I other ones are not? Yeah, hmm. I, I don't know. Interesting. I, like, I, the movie is relatively obscure. If, if I look them up, I can't seem to find all of them. And there are a lot of fight scenes in this. Yeah, so, there are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know if you need the context behind the fight scenes. Like, No, I mean, if you don't care for the plot, and so it, it's a difference of opinion. You don't care for the plot, so it sounds like you would just recommend watching the fights if you can find them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my point. I don't know yeah. how you feel, Zero. Right. Yeah, so uh, I went into this not knowing anything about it. I heard it was, um, you know, an attempt to, to cash in on the E.T. craze at the time. So there is an odd alien plot in this. The magic crystal... There is a green finger inside this crystal that grants special powers. Looks very, very... Uh, phallic? Phallic. Yes. This is also a kid's movie, possibly. We're not, even, we're not sure if that's the case. So maybe take your kids to see this. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I like this movie. I was generally entertained for most of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, A lot of the very silly, very stupid gags made me laugh. Uh, And I don't think it's a language thing because I wasn't laughing at any verbal jokes. I was laughing at a lot of the physical comedy Mm. and the kind of almost non sequitur, out of nowhere style of humor that was happening every now and then. When the movie doesn't end at the warehouse, that's when I felt, oh no, like this is where uh, it's kind of going off the rails for me. But the fights are great. I liked a lot of the choreography. I thought it was very, very impressive. I haven't seen a Cynthia Rothrock movie, so I wanted to watch this. I hope that in the next movies you watch of her, they're on par with this because I thought she did a good job. Considering that she 
has no character in this movie. That's something. <laughs> that's something we didn't uh, talk about. She is there. She doesn't need her character. She, She's there to kick ass. She is Interpol agent Cindy Morgan. So good. <laughs> I they, didn't even know. Is that really so, her character? Yeah, so good. They named it twice. <laughs> I will say that how I feel about the movie could be summed up in one image from the film. It's when uh, Wang Jing finally discovers the uh, the magic crystal and um, it, the little uh, phallic object comes out of it and then he puts his nose to it. Yeah, that yeah. was really odd. That sums up the whole movie. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Is this even a children's movie? And am I going to get a boner now? 